Welcome to Disney Minus, where we are, for some godforsaken reason, watching every Disney movie ever made. I'm Kat, and not to dig myself into any holes here, but I kind of went into this movie blind. Ho-ho! I'm Nero, and I'm guessing you didn't come here to listen to me talk about, uh, you know, some blues. (laughs) Well, folks, we popped our decom cherry. It was kind of like a lot of, I think, high schoolers' prom nights. Mostly forgettable and kind of regrettable. Also, uh, Lord Lord Stephen is is out with the consumption, so the jesters are ruling the court today. It's, God help us all. Yeah, we watched Going to the Mat. Kind of an awkward title. I think they really should have just called it to the mat. I thought the same thing. I don't really know what the going part adds. Yeah, it's... Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the the lingo, the jargon, the cool slang, the DCOM stands for Disney Channel Original Movie, uh, which started with Smart House and you know extended. Uh, they probably still make them. I haven't really checked. I'm I mean, sure they do. I mean, they still make them, but instead of being on the Disney Channel, they're just garbage. They shovel onto like Disney Plus. Right. Honestly, um, the abbreviation sounds cooler than it has any right to be. Yeah, uh, like you know, decom. What's that mean? Disney Channel original movie. Obviously, the most famous decoms are the the High School Musical trilogy, even though technically and Halloween Town and Halloween Town technically three is not a decom as it was a theatrical release. Um, so you know, number two not a, was not number two not theatrical release. Was that also no. on the on the actual channel? Okay, it's been forever. Three is the only one. That had a theatrical release because it had a way bigger budget, which you can tell from watching it. That doesn't make it better than the other ones, though. It kind of makes it the worst one. Um, yeah, that was that was more my little sister's era than mine. But we're watching one. This is like from the height of the DCOM, I think. This is 2004. When the fuck did High School Musical come out? Hang on, I might be talking on my ass. No. 2006. Okay, so this was like before the peak. This was so. This was like kind of right at the beginning when it was. I think pro- honestly, when I think they were starting to get their momentum. Yeah, uh, and this is a, a movie about a blind kid from New York who moves to Utah to be a part of a music program and ends up wrestling for reasons. Because why so not? I, I mean, I should say that I originally planned to start a separate list ranking decoms because they aren't really real movies. Uh, but this one was enough of a real movie that it ranked on the actual list. Not high, mind you. Um, oh, yeah. I would say most decoms don't, like, they're not comparable to the other movies. But, I mean, you know, we put the straight story on there, so... That was a little different. That's like a... Still like not a... what you think of. You'd be more likely to think of this when you hear Disney movie than the straight story. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is, like, a perfectly adequate film, I guess. Like It's not bad. You can, it's, it's, it's nothing, it's, it, it's nothing, but that doesn't mean it's good or bad. It is simply right. here. Like I had it on for background noise when I put it on to review. I had it for background noise and I paused and looked up from, you know, my Redditing and webtooning a little bit every now and then to watch a few scenes. Yeah. There's a lot of montages and there's a lot of wrestling. So yep. we'll probably be <laughs> and glossing there's over Brady most of that. to be blind. Poorly. Um, it did make me want to watch Whose Lines Is It Anyway again, though. Yeah. 
Because he is good in that. You know, it's all up for free on the CW's website, I think. Oh, I know. I was watching it on, I think, Hulu recently? Yeah. No, Tubi. It's out there. It's all out there. One um, of my services has it, because I was binging it one night when I couldn't sleep. Yeah. So, a, a couple of th- uh, bits of trivia to get out of the way here. Obviously, this movie is mostly filled with no names other than Wayne Brady, uh, so there's not that much. However, the main guy who plays our uh, Jace, our our haughty blind boy from New York, uh, was TJ on Recess. That's a cool connection, I guess. And his spunky sidekick, Fly, was, I forget the actor's name, but he played Zero, or, yep, he played Zero in a hole. Hector Zeroni. He, Zeroni's he just with- keeps playing like-, like really put upon sidekicks who get shed on by every other character. To be fair though, Zero had a little bit more of a moment in holes. Oh yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, yeah, he, he, than, he is kind of the snarky sidekick. Other than Wayne Brady, no one in no one in this movie matters. Um yeah. Look, I kept uh, thinking Brady that I recognized too. the coach from somewhere, but I looked it up it's and beca- I don't think I It's because he looks like a melted Will Arnett. I have that in my notes. Thank you. That's who he looks like. Thank you. I couldn't like, place if it. You put, if you put Will Arnett in, in the hydraulic press for a little bit, you'd get the, the coach great, guy. He's the great value version of Will Arnett. He is. Uh, so uh, let's get started here. Uh, you know, it's it's a movie at least partially set in New York, so we get an establishing shot of the Brooklyn Bridge, like we do, do in like every movie taking place in New York. And then we see our our protagonist Jace playing baseball with his bros. Well, actually, first we technically we start in a very very short concert that doesn't really have much to do with anything else. Catchy beat though. Yeah, pretty all right. Um. And oh shit! Real quick, the the coach, the one that we were just talking about, that's Sitka from Brother Bear. Huh? Who is that? I haven't seen Brother Bear in a very long time. Is that the main guy? No, no, no. Sitka is uh, not the. I don't think not the brother that got killed, but the other one, the middle brother. There was I'm, a middle brother. Yeah, it was because Kenai was the baby. Then it was Sitka, and then Dinahi was the one that got killed. I'm pretty called, sure. Should have called that Brothers Bear. That's what I'm saying. Um, so I like this little baseball oh, no, thing. Sorry, Sitka's the oldest. He's the one that got killed. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, so he died in Brother Bear. Yeah. So. He got to be an eagle. You know, isn't that all we can hope for in life? They're playing blind baseball. And I say that it because it's a baseball that has, like, speakers on it that beep. So Jason can I have tell heard about it is. That is kind of cool, though, how they do that. That's cool, yeah. And then also one of the friends too, she's uh she smacks her her catcher's mitt so that he can kind of zero in on it too. Yeah. Uh and they're just talking about how like, yeah, Jace is so cool and good at music and you're going to go to this music program all the way out in Utah. That's crazy. And Jace is like, yeah, I guess it's cool, but I don't know. Utah seems like a real shithole. Uh anyway, let's get egg creams. And I I pause the move is like, what the fuck did he just say? What year is it? Fucking egg creams? Hello? Is this, did we suddenly go back to the 50s? What? <laughs> and they get the, the this fucking half-filled cup with what looks like chocolate milk. And like, not, what are we doing here? Egg creams. That, I want it's to try so one. Weird. I want to try one, but it's like, I don't want to spend money on it. I would spend money on it. I just would get it at like a fucking actual soda jerk shop. 
Exactly. Not a cart in New York. Why does that guy sell like creams anyway? What is going on here? I would, I would, I would expect to see that in like, for some reason, I would think Chicago. Maybe because the yeah. Ghirardelli factory is there, so you can do like, you know, Ghirardelli chocolate and the egg cream, but. Yeah, yeah. So, also funny note, uh, one of the screenwriters for this is, is Chris Nolan, presumably unrelated to Christopher Nolan, although I think it would be really funny if he just wrote this random decom, and I'm choosing to believe that's what happened. Um, so, we I, I skipped through a lot of stuff here because there's so many fucking montages and just scenes of people talking for a little bit. They moved to Utah, moved to Salt Lake City, which, uh, by the way, means that almost every every side character in this movie is almost certainly Mormon. Mm-hmm. Just something to keep in mind. Um, and like he's out there playing blind basketball, which is similar to blind baseball, but the hoop beeps. Uh, That's be a little more disorienting. Like at least with the baseball, the thing, the beepers on the ground. Something's yeah. beeping at me up in the sky. There's like probably a sixty forty chance that I'll either hit that or I'll hit some un- unfortunate sap near it. And there's also shots of him like the ball rolls away and he just kind of wanders around aimlessly trying to get it, but he can't find it. It's just, it doesn't seem like a very good system for basketball. Baseball works great. Basketball, they might need some work. Anyway, this is where Fly shows up. You know, he introduces himself as Lewis. Uh, Jace makes a Daredevil joke at some point. He's like, I'm Daredevil. You can call me Daredevil. Uh, Because I believe... The Ben Affleck Daredevil movie had come out very recently, like the previous year or something. That is actually the sole piece of trivia that is on IMDb for this movie, is that at the beginning of the movie, he quips, call me Daredevil, and he tends to wear primarily red. The trivia says, this is likely a call-out to to DC's Daredevil, who is blind and wears red. Well, no, that would be weird if it was DC's Daredevil, because that's a Marvel character. I, whatever, I was paraphrasing that part, but literally it was like, he is blind and wears red. This is likely a shout-out to Daredevil, who is also blind and wears red. I mean, honestly, so much of his costuming early on with, like, the leather jackets and the and the cool sunglasses, like, he is costumed like Ben Affleck in that movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, the way that particular trivia was written, it's like, no yeah. shit. He yeah, no literally shit. just said, call me Daredevil. Um... So, like, yeah, he's settling settling into his new house. We get a shot of, like, him going to school, and it gets overcranked to, to like, show how overwhelming it all is sincerely. Um, and then he bumps into, like, some jock. Um, uh, what was it? Farmer Dan that they called him? For or John, John Boy. Boy. And his yeah. name actually turns out to be John. Um, he also meets a, a, a nice blonde girl who will be his love interest. I didn't, I don't know her name. I've already forgotten it. Satellite love interest was... It, I, all I remember is that she had a name that was like it, way too old. Mary Beth Rice. Mary Beth, that's what it was. Yep. All right, yeah. Egg creams, some broad named Mary Beth. What is going on here? You even got like kind of the ringlet kind of curl, not exact curls but you know kind of like that the hairstyle made me think of it kind of yeah so like he and his jock trade barbs and honestly i didn't really pick up that it was like i kind of thought they were just doing a bit like they i could it would have been kind of funny if he and this jock were just had like 
a friendly rivalry of roasting each other, but that's they, not really where it goes. Kind of come off like, that. like, I'm really disappointed that they didn't go with that direction. Yeah, because I was like, I'm sorry, was this supposed to be like a bullying scene? Because they really seemed like they were on. It was even supposed footing. to be standing up to, you know, new kids standing up to the bully, but like. I don't know. They had a missed opportunity there. Instead of doing the whole usual, oh, new kid is immediately picked on by the bully who's establishing the pecking order. Yeah. So we only see two classes in this movie. It's Spanish class and it's music class because those are the only plot relevant classes, which I guess makes sense. I they don't have the budget for the with Matthew Lillard for some reason. He, he once again, he's like if you if you put Matthew Lillard in the in the hydraulic press for a little bit, just like the rest. Exactly. Coach. It's like if you glanced quickly at the screen, you'd be like, "Oh, that's Matthew Lillard." But then when you stop and actually look, you're like, "Oh, never mind." I thought he sounded familiar. Like, oh, is this like a voice actor or something who's been in Disney shows? But I looked him up. He's just a fucking NCIS guy, and I haven't watched like more than five minutes of that show, so I don't know where I. I don't know where I got that from. I haven't seen that show since like high school. And I only so, watched it because one of my friends at the time was into it. Wayne Brady's here. He has arrived. Um, as I said, he is he is also blind. So the the blind acting in this movie isn't very good. Um nah. it's it's quite it's not really offensive, it's just very goofy looking and very obvious. And like, I think Jace does it better than than Wayne Brady oh, does. Jace at least, cause Jace is a slightly more believable. Yeah. But Wayne Brady, just no, nah, he just ha- he just looks like a dude that has a constant thousand yard stare. Yeah, it's he's having constant flashbacks. <laughs> Which is obviously always the fucking trouble when you you have a blind character, right? Where you have to not look you at don't anything. Have a blind actor or actress, right? However, if you want, speaking of Daredevil, if you want someone who's really good at doing that, go watch the Netflix Daredevil show. I have not seen that yet. Is it good? It's really good. Well, the, the first season's really good. The, fir- the third season is pretty good. 40% of the second season is good. <laughs> I was about to say, do we not speak of the second season? Yeah, 40% of it is good. <laughs> I, can't, I can't speak for the rest. Hmm. So, uh, so Jace is like doing a little bit of he's he you see the thing about jace is that he hates being here um a lot and i was never really i was never particularly okay so they lived in new york new york city greatest city in the world baby in the world (laughs) famously very prestigious music academies and stuff there so when they said, oh, we're moving out to Utah for a music program, I thought, oh, obviously this is going to be like a specialty school or whatever. Nah. No. It's just a fucking high school. What is the point of this? It's like School of Rock. Oh, not even School of Rocks. Even those kids had like a more prestigious music program. Yeah, exactly. The whole point of that was it was like they were, it was too prestigious. They had to fucking right. learn how to loosen up with our friend Jack Black. No, no. This is like... It's just some random fucking school in Utah. What is this? Like, I don't get it. I don't get why they moved out here at all. It's a surprisingly big band room for what you would expect to see in Utah. Yeah. I guess it is Salt Lake City, which is the one city in Utah. But, like, I don't know, man. It's been built by the Mormons. Everything in Utah is built by the Mormons. But, I mean, Salt Lake City is, like, their headquarters anyway. Oh, yeah. So. That's where mine and Steven's works headquarters is. Ah. Oh, boy. So the Wayne Brady, so Jace is like, 
he breaks up this Bach performance with his rock and roll drums, and Vince is over there and backs him up. Which is really uh, that kid? If that's actually him playing, he's pretty good. Yeah. I will say that. And then uh, Mr. Wyatt is Wayne Brady's character's name comes over, and he tells him like, "Ah, oh, you know, it's pretty cool drumming, but uh, don't be a dick." Basically, is what he says. That's a, dick or I will be a bigger dick. <laughs> it's that's the whole point. The whole thing here is that, like, yeah, Jace is just being a real asshole for the first like half of this movie. He's just he's being like the stereotypical New Yorker in a small, oh yeah big New Yorker fish in a small Utah pond. Yes. Once again, I am still unconvinced of the basic premise of the movie, but we have to leave it on the map for now. Kind of the boilerplate of any. Not even just any Disney Channel movie, but any like any remote show that involves teenage kids. It's they're suddenly being yanked out of their old school and plopped into a new one, and they hate it. Yep. So he's walking and talking with Fly later, and he's like, "Hey, um, you know, the only way you can be cool at this school is to be a jock. So learn a sport, and people will like you." And Jason's like, "Ah, shit, I should learn a sport." Um. So he first goes to basketball because that's the thing he does in his backyard, I guess. I don't really know why. I mean, he's pretty good at three-pointers when he can, like, triangulate where the hoop is from the beeping. But it really seems as though basketball is honestly one of the hardest sports for a blind uh, athlete. It's hard enough even if you're not blind. It's very mobile. Like... Baseball, definitely doable. Football. You're not chasing anybody. Yeah, football, eh, that's dicey. Um, Football, soccer, basketball, anything with that much rapid-paced movement has got to be difficult, especially with football, too, because then you've got people actively trying to tackle you. Yep, so you're just going to get, like, hit by a freight train from the left when you can't even see them. But the coach... The coach is like, yeah, I can't. I don't have the beeping thing. Uh, sorry, kid. So he's he's all mad. This is this is where a scene, a, a, a honestly, kind of upsetting scene happens where a fire drill occurs, and everyone just kind of leaves Jace to flounder around blindly. That would um, get the cool food so fucking fast in real life. Oh yeah. You literally left my kid behind to die with no safety plan of how to help him get out. Yeah, honestly, his his fancy New York parents should have just obliterated that the 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 like administration of this school. Clearly, but no, nothing ever really comes of this scene. Honestly. Yeah, just the one dude grabs him and like literally bum rushes him out of the school, and then everyone just kind of stares at him awkwardly, like, "Oh yeah, yeah almost, we almost left you to die." And, our, everyone, and, and everyone's and everyone is obviously ADR'd into mumbling like. Wow, what a freak. Oh, no. And then he plays the drums about it later. Can you believe that blind kid not finding his way out of a strange <laughs> new school in the middle of a fire alarm? Jeez. Yes, I can. <laughs> so, he's, 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 he's drumming his emotions out. Uh, and Fair. his parents are a little concerned about him. But then, uh, fucking Doris, or whatever the fuck her name is, Mary Beth, um... <laughs> Is like you should join the wrestling team. He's like, are you fucking high? <laughs> She's like, well, I mean, it's you know, it's probably it's probably one of the easiest ones to do for a you know blind athlete, which is true. So 
he like recruits Fly to try out alongside him, and obviously Vince is not is not excited about this, but you know, he's gotta support his boy. Um also the other thing is that Mary Beth's dad is the wrestling coach, which will come up once in a joke later. Um that that detail is really just not that important. Um but it is there. So we meet half melted Will Arnett. What's I don't even remember this guy's name. No, Co- Coach. Coach Rice. Coach Rice. Okay. Oh, well, it's and and real quick, sorry. Trivia about Coach Rice because I was trying to find out where I heard his name or where I've heard his voice before because that's what I picked up on first. That's what made me look up initially. Did you ever get into Avatar: The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love the shows. That is the voice of adult Aang in Legend of Korra. No shit. In huh. the flashbacks. I thought he sounded a little bit familiar, but I, I also couldn't right? pick up on it. Uh, well, I was, well, I had to look that up because I was like, he sound, it's one of the things where, again, it's like I've, I've heard him in something, but I can't place it. And, yep, that is adult Aang from the, from the uh, Last Airbender sequel. Well, now I'm feeling kind of bad about calling him Melted Will Arnett. Um, no, he also, no, 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 I mean, he still looks like Melted Will Arnett, absolutely. He honestly kind of, he, he's honestly one of the better performances in this movie, I would say. Um, so he, you know, he, Jason's like, I want to try out wrestling. And the coach is like, all right, but you got to be serious about it. I'll like get you in. But if you're really actually serious, you got to go, you got to come to tryouts and practice and shit. Uh, also, John, the bully, and there's another bully whose name is Luke. He's, he's 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 a tall stack of rocks. Also, John looks like he's twenty seven. Right. Well, that's kind of like that's especially Disney's trope of having you know adults play. Yeah, but it's funny because like every other kid in this movie looks roughly the right They're age. Believable. Right. John. I mean, he is a senior, but he looks way way old. He also, can we back a lot? Can we just say? I just want to you know bring something to attention here. John is a senior, and he is bullying a freshman. Bro, you're a senior. You're not supposed to care about anything. Right, you're they almost done. You're almost you, free. You should have at least made him a junior. Every senior I knew when I was in high school was chill as fuck. No, they didn't have time for any of this shit. But John here, no, no, no. He's got He's got plenty of time to mock the blind kid anyway jace is trying to learn wrestling but he's having a hard time of it um and like it's right there's so much wrestling like i it's not quite 70 percent frolicking level it's like 40 percent wrestling though um which is appropriate it is a wrestling movie it's just that it's hard to talk about it on a podcast yeah i mean I really, if we started like describing how these kids are grappling each other, we might have to slap a different rating on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Just, just know it's a bunch of meaty boys rolling around on the ground. Grabbing That's most each other. of what this movie is. <laughs> uh, at a certain point, Luke, who is like way more aggressive than John is, even John is just kind of an asshole. Luke, though, uh, is a real motherfucker. And like keeps making fun of Jace. I didn't write down what he said. It was pretty mean shit though. As as a result, Jace like there's an incident where earlier Jace accidentally headbutts someone, uh, go like trying to get into a sitting reset, and his coach was like, hey, just don't headbutt people. Uh, this time it's very he wasn't aiming. 
No, he didn't know who was behind him. Uh, but this time, though, it's very on purpose when he just beats the shit out of this kid, basically. Just pins him in an extremely uncomfortable position. Um, and I had a really hard time focusing on Coast Righteous heart-to-heart after this because I was just staring at the gigantic chocolate donut on his desk the entire time. It's I'm like, fucking huge. It made me seriously debate walking around the corner. I live right around the corner from a bakery, and I'm like seriously debating walking over there tomorrow morning to get donuts because of this stupid movie. If I lived right around the corner from a bakery, I would probably not be able to walk very soon on account of all of the pastries I would be stuffing myself with. The only thing stopping me at the moment is because when I do work, I have to work at 7 a.m., so I can't get over there in time. Right. And when I don't work, my butt's in bed sleeping. But so... now I'm we uh, we get introduced to kind of the villain of the movie, sort of. He's less of a villain, more of an obstacle. We got old T Rex Turner, who's just a giant of a boy, just a Which big I'm motherfucker. Probably, like obviously, I knew that the you know it's a nickname because he's supposed to be like all big and tough. But all I can think of is just from Meet the Robinsons. So he has a big head, little arms. He does have a big head, but his arms are very long. <laughs> he's got Slenderman arms. He does that. That was kind of freaky. So that that he is like the main rival here. He's the the part of the Cowboys, the rival team to the Huskies, who are the 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 heroic team here. Um, during a like meet or whatever, like tryouts. I don't know what the fucking structure of any of this is. I didn't do sports in high school. Can you tell? I'm on a podcast. Um, Luke goes up against T Rex and gets absolutely fucked up his wrist gets all his bones break um and he has to go on leave because t-rex totally gets his ass like it's you know this happens in wrestling when you got a big boy like that anyway later um john is talking to the boys in the locker room and he, he's talking about how uh coach keeps jace around despite jace not really winning anything and he's he's like ah oh, he's just coach's pet project i really want to call him out for uh that but everyone's being too politically correct and i immediately knew what kind of guy john grew up to be like oh we're supposed to not like you and yet we, we are do. by the end oh yeah but... But, at, but at this point in the movie it's like oh you're supposed to be the dick bag that we hope something horrible happens to yeah i mean i, I picked on that bef- uh, during the fire escape scene or the fire drill scene but this is like oh what <laughs> 2004 like, huh well, like, see you later like, going back to the fire escape scene or the fire drill scene i was actually pleasantly surprised because when i saw him grab jace i was honestly expecting him to like once he got outside and saw everybody was looking i was expecting him to like either steal his cane on the way out or trip him after he got out of the building but he literally just took him out of the building and didn't say anything so Jace wouldn't know who he was, but then just got him out and then walked off. I was honestly pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's kind of weird scenes. Like, it, they. Luke is so much more of the bully character for a good part of this movie, but and John is clearly supposed to be that as well. But I don't know. It's like. He's just kind of normal, other than this one comment where he's being a real dick, and later when he puts the. Who's being a teenage boy? Yeah, okay. exactly. So. Uh, we and it's another meet. This is where Jay, uh, John, and some dude named Boomer, which I thought was very funny, um, 
put like a like a blind symbol on Jace's back before he goes out to wrestle someone. Uh, but the coach picks it up, and after Jace goes out to wrestle, he goes over and he's like, uh, "Was this a?" He's, he really like tells him, "You you fucking jackasses better shape up, or I'm gonna kick you out." And John's like, "It's just a joke, coach." He's like, "No, jokes are funny. Shut up." Which is exactly how you deal with stuff like that. You just go, fuck you. It wasn't funny. Right. Or if you want to really make them squirm, you go, what's it, why what is, exactly yeah. is funny? Explain it to me. Yeah, why is it funny? Tell me the joke. I don't get it. So, Jace, he's not really... He's kind of lost. He's like, well, I'm not feeling the music. I'm not feeling the wrestling. I need... I need, I need advice from a wise, a wise elder blind man. So he goes to talk with Mr. Wyatt who's listening to some music out on the bleachers. Um, and he, he they, they trade a few barbs back and forth at some point during all of this. Some, I think it's, I think it's Mary Beth or Dolores or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, Mary Beth. Yeah. You know, um, Deborah says, uh, well, I, maybe, you know, you think no one likes it cause you're blind. I think no one likes it cause you're like a, a being a dick about everything. And constantly that reminded complaining. me of the line from the social network. Where it was like, you know, you may think that nobody's going to like you because you're or like because you're a mogul or because you're weird. It's like, no, they're going to hate you because you're an asshole. Which is true. Mark Zuckerberg just sucks. Well, very true. I mean, he's a lizard man. He's a freak now. He doesn't know how to. God, there's a very scary picture of him I saw earlier of him and all the Facebook guys posing very normally in a photo. Um. Yeah, Wyatt is just telling him, like, hey, have you ever thought about how, like, wrestling is like dance? Have you ever thought about how fighting and dance are, are not so dissimilar? And Jason's like, that's fucking dumb. I and feel like, like we've well, seen this in a movie before. It's like, a, it's like a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. It's like fighting and, you know, martial arts and dancing being... Martial arts, that's what I was thinking of. Tied together is, a, is an often a very, I mean, there's... In, in the first uh, Song of Ice and Fire novel, you know, Game of Thrones, a, a Game of Thrones, you have Arya's quote unquote dance instructor, who's actually her sword fighting teacher. Like, we got all sorts of stuff like that. So this is just another another twist on that trope, but this time we use it to get a little closer. With um, hang on, I need to come up with another old timey name. No, I can't come up with anything. Mary Beth. Eat it. Yeah, we, we we he's gonna use it to get uh get an Edith's Edith's pants. Um, so well, not not at first. It just kind of it just kind of happens as a result of the wrestling dance lessons. Um, there's a bit here where it is suddenly introduced that Mary Beth thinks she's ugly, which is only ever brought up in this scene and never really brought up again. Nobody ever mentions it in the entire movie except for this one scene. Yeah, everyone just seems to like her. Like, even, you know, I mean, John is always very, you know, hey, Mary Beth, what's up? Like, she isn't some kind of pariah or anything. Not, not like Fly, who is who is made fun of because he is very small. No, she's just normal. <laughs> and so Chase, like, hang on, I, I can tell when people are beautiful. Let me just, and then he feels her face up for a bit. And he's like, ah, see, I knew it. You're beautiful. So the dancing actually works. Makes him wrestle way better. Um, And he's starting to get some notoriety, including a reporter who is like, 
This is another weird thing where this reporter is portrayed as sort of like an opportunistic scumbag guy. And I'm not entirely sure why. Like, I get he's trying to write an inspiration porn story about Jace here. But, like, I don't know. He just seems kind of normal. And, like, it's it's just it's just a weird part of this movie that, that kind of comes up towards the end. That bit where everyone's like, oh, he's blind, I didn't know that. It's like, I don't really get what this movie's... Because, like... Okay. I think, at least with the reporter guy, like, the scene at the end, it's like the reporter guy kept trying to make a big deal out of Jace because he was blind, not because he was good. So I actually did kind of like at the end where all the other team was like, hey, did you know he was blind? I had no idea. Like, just making yeah. himself like an idiot in front of everybody else. I think that's where that was. Because, like, well, the other thing is I'm not really clear on where that movie, where the movie sits on that because like we have wyatt talking about how like everyone yeah you know everyone treats you like you're different because you are different dipshit you're blind and you know everyone's going to be able to see that you just have to live your life i think that's the point though it's like on the one hand like yeah okay you are going to be different because you are different there is no getting around that but at the same time that shouldn't define you right like don't be the blind kid be just the kid who happens to be blind you know what i mean that's they a really funky way of wording it, but you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, they could they could have they could have uh, you know sailed that one home a bit better, I think. Right. Anyway, John's gonna that flunk that Spanish because he doesn't know anything. Like he really doesn't know anything. I don't understand. Count, uh, what number were they trying to get to? Like seventy, I think, and he couldn't. Now, to be fair, I was horrible. In I think I was. I don't think it was well. seventy. I think it was like seventeen or something. You couldn't even get past, like, right. five or whatever. Yeah, to be fair, like, you know, I spent the majority of eighth grade Spanish. I got permission to uh, go help out in the library instead just because I hated it. I took Japanese for my foreign language in high school. I've and forgotten school, almost everything. In high school, I got to take French. I was going to take German, but the year I signed up, they didn't have enough students, so I took French. And then I finally got to take Japanese years later in college. I, I have forgotten everything I learned in high school. I remember, really a few, language. I remember squares. I remember a few swears in French. I remember some curses in Japanese. I found my kanji so, workbook. I need to get back on that again. Those are the most important things to remember, honestly. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's like the first thing you learn. Forget counting. The first thing you learn is how to swear. You need to know how to ask where the bathroom is, yep. how to ask for the train schedule, and how to call someone a dick. Yep. Those or are three how things to tell you somebody, or how to somebody to shut up. Yep. Anyway, we, they, we enter a truce where Jace is like, listen, if you can help me with my weight training i will tutor you and actually jace offers first to tutor him in spanish because he's like i'm trying to be a better guy i'm trying to not be such a dick and then john is like well if you help me in spanish i'll help you with your weight training um so we just get two bros in the gym getting sweaty getting you know lifting some weights uh doing a little bit of a who's on first routine where jace is like he's like uh very good and John's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, I was asking you to say very good in Spanish. And so he says it. And then they do some curls, and Jay says excellent. And so John goes, oh, excelente. And Jay's is like, no, 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 I'm just saying you did an excellent job. It's not as funny as who's on first, but it do- it is there. So, you know. Oh, God, there's more wrestling. Um... <laughs> Little Jason Wyatt have a little jam session in the music room. This whole section of the movie is like, oh, Jace is learning to connect with the people around him and stop being such a snob. This is like Bambi wearing a luchador mask. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they had a little jam session. Uh, but one guy who isn't happy with Jace's new newfound popularity because he's a cool jock now. He's a cool wrestler guy. So everyone likes him. But Fly is like, oh, but I was your, you were a loser. So I, we hung out together. Now I'm the only loser. I was your huckleberry. Uh, then it's, it's but but Jace's like, hey, I know exactly how to unlose you, bro. I'm gonna teach you how to wrestle dance, and so he <laughs> does. There's a, there's a crack here where Fly's like, yeah, I think I'd rather be learning with Mary Beth though. Um, also, can I just say, going back to a flashback, if we're just flashing back though to where they first sign up for the team, just the shit eating grin Jace gets when he volunteers both him and Fly for the wrestling. Yes, team. very funny. So well, that was a TJ smirk, is what that was. We got a montages, wrestle dance. We got drumming. We got wrestling. We got they haven't kissed yet. Wouldn't be a Disney movie. Some kind of montage at some point. Then we very suddenly introduce a new bully character who immediately disappears after this scene. We got Yardley. Is that his name? Yeah, his name is Yardley. Once again, these fucking names. I don't understand. Uh, so yeah, he, he appears <laughs> only to get Wonder Bread names. They really do. Like I said, all of the supporting cast and this it, all of the supporting cast is Mormon, so you know. Surprise very Mary, accurate. Surprise Mary Beth wasn't named like Paisley or something like that. Ugh. So Yardley only exists to get owned by Fly in this scene and then he disappears. Um and he is like way more aggro than the other bullies. Like way more aggro. He's like, you fucking steal that Letterman Jackie, you punk. It's like, bro, what is this? Who are you? This kid totally slips like steroids into his morning Wheaties. He must, because he's like, well, first of all, he's huge. He's a very large man. Um, second of all, he's just, he is so mean. He's like, I, we talked about it. Like we had Luke who was like very cruel uh, and then we have John, who honestly seemed more like trading respect, you know, little playful cool. barbs. But this guy is just—he literally is like just tries to beat Fly up for no fucking reason for wearing <laughs> for the crime of wearing a Letterman jacket. He's what you call a hate sink. He only exists for the audience to hate. Yeah, except he doesn't do anything else. He's just gone. He just leaves. Um, maybe they didn't want to have too much drama. Or, like, the yeah. crack from the main drama? So, meanwhile, Luke has... Luke, all, all this time, Luke has been uh, being an asshole again, trying to get back into the team. He's like, no, bro, my wrist is fine, coach, I promise. Uh, and also, he's been trying to prove that Jace is, like, a still a charity case and they only keep him around because of the publicity and not because he's good at wrestling. Which, at this point, is a very unpopular opinion. It used to be. You can say that in the locker room and everyone's like, yeah, bro, everyone's being too politically correct. But once you say that, John's like, bro, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I don't see you winning anything. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, he... he Jace is like, I want to wrestle. I want to put this to bed once and for all. I want to fucking shut him up. Um, and the coach is already like, I don't want him wrestling because if he hurts his arm again, he might like seriously injure himself forever. But he eventually goes along with a you know trial by combat rules exist in high school wrestling, I guess. I guess and, I, I never and, did wrestling, so I'm assuming that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, by the way, John teaches Jace his like special move, which is like a sort of reversal suplex looking thing. Uh, I forget what he calls it. Anyway, Luke, Jace 
like obliterates Luke with a single move. Um, but in the process has popped his shoulder out. To be honest, when I first saw the scene, cause I was looking away at first, I thought like he had gotten like punched or like stabbed at the gut almost just the way he was holding it. <laughs> I thought he was, like, holding his gut more, and then finally the coach was like, your shoulder? I'm like, oh. Luke fucking shivved him. <laughs> I mean, you never know what kind of school these people are in. That's true. Crazy Mormon so, I think I think at this point we they've kissed. I forget if they, you know, the romance in this movie is an afterthought, so I didn't really write any of it down. Well, it only happened some... once, and then, like, never again. Yeah, they, they it's a weird kiss, too, because... Pretty sure when she said do whatever you want, I'm pretty sure she didn't mean sexual assault, but okay. No, she she meant like do whatever you want is in wrestling or music or whatever. But then Jace kissed her and he's like, You said I could do whatever you want. Um You know, great, it's really Brian, unclear. <laughs> and then they go on a date. They, this is where the only joke the only two jokes where Mary uh, the the coach being Mary Beth's dad is relevant because at one point they go on a date. And Jay's like, hey, you want to kiss before I uh, go inside? And Maribeth's like, no, my dad's right there. <laughs> so we probably shouldn't. And and, and uh, it's actually kind of funny because Jace looks over and goes, hi, coach. And he just goes, hey, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the other joke where he his shoulder has been popped back into place. And, it's, and he's like, oh, fuck, this hurts so much. Yeah. And the coach is like, yeah, I know. I can pop it back in. It's going to hurt way more, though. Um, and so he's getting ready to set it back and, you know, you, you, you need to distract someone to do this properly. So they're like relaxed. So what he does is he just goes, Oh, Hey, Mary Beth, which distracts Jace long enough for him to pop that thing right back in there. Oh, disgusting. That made my shoulder hurt. And I've been lucky enough to never have been conscious whenever they had to reset my broken bones. Honestly, this is even worse. It's like, yeah, resetting a broken bone probably also really hurts, but like dislocated shoulder. Ugh. Last time I had like a broken bone reset, they had to train me twice because they did it the first time and I wouldn't stop moving because my brother was antagonizing me. So they had to dose me again before they could reset my arm. I fractured a bone once, but that's it. Some I broke both arms. Yeah, dislocated shoulder seems extremely unpleasant, though, but luckily easily fixable. Right, just, just never uh, like a bitch. Yeah, it's going to hurt really bad. Uh, we got regionals coming up. They're uh, fucking, like, fighting. They're wrestling. Um, by the way, so this entire time, John has been trying to lose weight because he uh, needs to make weight to fight T-Rex. He needs, he needs to be 152, I think. He's like 160 or something. Um, oh, for also, his, that's right, for his specific weight class. Yeah, also during the move. So this entire, you know, this entire time he's been he's been on the exercise bike and and doing toning training basically, not lifting weights, but like getting getting his getting his his his, his self lean. Um there's a fun bit that where where after uh Jace fucking pins Luke in one move, you just see him you just see John in the background on the exercise bike and he's going, "I taught him that." <laughs> I like that. Okay. That that one that. made me snort. Um, like I heard so, that line, and then I had to look up and rewind it, and just watch that scene again to see the context. It made me snort. Yeah, he looks so, so proud of himself, though. He does. He looks. He's smiling happily. Unfortunately, he's not smiling at regionals because he is fucking exhausted. He's been dieting and exercising his ass off, and now he has no energy left, and he is about to fight the biggest boy on the planet. 
Um, so Jace wins his match easily at these regionals things. Then John comes out to fight T-Rex and he just gets tossed around like a fucking sack of potatoes. Like a Absolutely sack of brutal. Uh, so that ties the score up because John got his ass beat. Now it's Fly's turn. Fly manages to win to 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 get them that 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 W. And so after that, Coach, you know, calling everyone in for the big the big meet. That was like sectionals or something. This is regionals. None of these words mean anything to me. Um. And he's like, all right, we're shuffling some stuff around. John, uh, you nearly killed yourself trying to get down to 150, so I'm just going to put you back to 160, because that's clearly where you're most comfortable at. And John's like, well, wait, what the fuck? I I want to fight T-Rex, though, and he's 152. And the coach is like, well, Jace is going to fight T-Rex. And Jace is like, no, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Now hold on a moment. I I have been I, I have had people vividly describe to me what T Rex does to does to people like me, uh, which is to say everyone in the wrestling ring, which is to say destroys them. <laughs> so he's not feeling great about this. Uh, so he goes to get a pep talk from his boy, Mister Wyatt. Wayne Brady basically has like four scenes in this movie. He's all right in all of them, I guess. It's it's much better when he's wearing the sunglasses because you don't see him just like <laughs> looking off screen. Yeah. He shows up, he's snarky, he leaves. Yep. Um so we got uh it's the big regionals. Fly is up first, or I think John goes, he beats the guy. Luke loses or something, I don't really know. Um Fly is up, he beats his opponent and he has extremely eighty yard celebrations. Which is really funny. He's like he's going like, Yeah, I did it. When it's, and it's clearly, like, in a studio somewhere in, in fucking Burbank or whatever. Now it's time for Jace to fight T-Rex. T-Rex Turner. And T-Rex t- takes his ass to fucking Suplex City. Like, he is so big. He is just... He, he goes for the legs. He just tosses the boy around. Like, nothing. It really does. But he ma- mean, like, Jace manages to, like... Like, I get with Rick. wrestling, you know, it's all about, like, using your opponent's weight and stuff against them. But, like, how fucking strong are these kids? Strong. I mean, that that boy is a tall drink of water. He's, like, fucking 6'7", or whatever. He's huge. Um, he doesn't put so, steroid powder in his Wheaties. He just sits there, takes the steroid powder, and pours some milk into it, and chows <laughs> See, I don't even think he has steroids, because he's in, like, the 152 weight class. He's just that tall and that muscular. He eats he's kind of lean. He a lot of insurance. Oh yes. So yeah, he's after Jace, Jace gets taken to suplex city, but he manages to wriggle out of all of the holds. Importantly, they don't need to win this match by points to win. They if they they just can't get pinned or else they lose. So that's kind of what the entire end of this movie right. is like about. They don't um, have to win. They just don't want to lose. Yeah, they to to win. They just can't lose. Um, I promise it all makes sense. It does. It makes sense in our heads. Yeah. Um, the movie, you'll see what we mean. So he's he's out of stuff, but he hurts his shoulder again in the process, and the coach is like, "Oh shit, do I need to do I need to pop that pop it back in again?" And Jason's like, "No, no, it just kind of hurts." About so to catch the, out. No, I'm good. Yeah. So Jason, uh, the coach is like, "All right, he knows your shoulders hurt. Use that as a misdirect. Get his ass." And so he's he does. His ass, and he's gonna go for it. Yeah. 
So he manages to not get pinned, and he gets his team to state, and T-Rex gives him the warrior's respect. Like He's like, nice job, Jace. I'll see you at state. Like, they're cool rivals now, which I like. I like that T-Rex isn't a dick. He's just, like, a big guy who loves to wrestle. Which, I mean, fair. If you're big and you're good at something, go for it. And then, I don't know, he dances with fucking Morgan Le Fay. I don't know how old. She's pretty old. Steven says you should just refer to her as the golden girl. Yeah. No, she's not that old. <laughs> oh, shit. What are the golden girl's names? So he's dancing with... Uh, I can't remember any of them. I remember Betty, because Betty he's, White, he, but... He's... he's He's dancing with uh, Dorothy here at the end, um, which I thought, oh, that's that's an alright ending, and then immediately cuts to an atrocious Disney Channel rap, and I closed the fucking video player instantly. I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. Yeah, that's that's going to the mat. As you can see, not Dorothy one of our more not one of our more thorough episodes. Something happens. It's just it's just a decom movie about a blind blind kid who loves to wrestle and it's inspirational. It's like baby uh, wrestling instead of frolicking. It's true. At least this one well, has the, slightly more of a conflict than Bambi did. That yeah, there is actually the, the protagonist actually like wants something. And um, and we can say this is one of the first Disney movies where we don't have a dead parent. That's true. No dead parents around here. We never see Mary Beth's mom, I don't think, though. But she's mentioned that she is around. And she's still okay. around. They're still together. Because she mentioned something about uh, how her dad's a big wrestling fanatic. And then she goes, yeah, my mom's just as bad, or if not worse. Oh, right. Yeah, because the other thing is that uh, Jace's parents are at first very nervous about him getting into wrestling. Right. But then they get really into it. It's yeah, like a, so it's like a kids, joke. It's like yeah, all funny. the characters that we actually meet their parents, they are all together. They're not divorced, and no one's dead. Yep. Hey, I have questions about wrestling. Uh, did we get any on Twitter? Let's see. Let's look. Now we have some on Discord, but I don't. No, I didn't check yeah, the Twitter. Let's let's, let's uh, no 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 on Twitter. All right, we got a few on Discord. Yeah. So first up from Viralore, everyone abandoning the MC when the fire alarm started was a dick move. Regardless if it was just a drill, or of how much he was, how much of a jerk he was, right? I'm not the only one who thinks that. Am I totally? It was a dick move. Out of pocket, completely out of pocket. Um, it's 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 genuinely like the most upsetting scene in the movie, including the one where his shoulder gets dislocated. Well, cause at least when his shoulder was dislocated, people didn't just walk off and be like, "Well, that sucks. We're gonna leave you here now." God, figure it out on your own. I'm still very happy that because I legit thought that one of the mean kids was going to like steal his cane or at least knock it away from him on the way out of the classroom. I think he gets his cane kicked away at some point, right? He, I don't remember. Uh, briefly, but he does like he trips and falls, but he does grab it. Yeah. I think uh, he realized that would be pushing it. Yeah, it's just that that is a probably no, no, top five cruelest things you can do to someone. That's a, that's a line, dude. <laughs> Casey at the mat asks, what are your thoughts on improv television show? Whose line is it anyway? I have a, I have a lot of fond memories for whose line. Obviously, 90s improv comedy show. A lot of things that don't age very well. But it's something I used to watch a lot when it was late at night. It was like 11, 1130. I was just sitting around. I'd watch it. 
on the t- on the TV and have have a chuckle before bed. I mean, even now, like if I'm having an insomnia night, like where I know I'm not going to sleep, I'll come out and stretch out my recliner and I'll just like browse, you know, the Facebook watch where it shows stuff like based on your followed pages and stuff. And there was one night where I found a chain of videos that was nothing but like best of whose line skits and bits. And I just laid there and watched that and it actually helped me fall asleep. But in the meantime, I literally just sat there and just watched whose line. Obviously, I don't know how all of them have, have panned out as as people. Uh, you know, Drew Drew Carey is kicking around, you know, doing the price right. He seems cool over there. Uh, but I know Colin Mockery, super based, super supportive of his trans daughter. I love, love that guy. He's awesome. Plus, he's just he's so good at the self-deprecating humor, too. Yes. Uh, and also, Casey asks, any personal favorite games? I mean... Scenes from a hat. Yeah, that's always a good one. Scenes from a hat is always uh, great. Props is, Props is, is can, be, can be a good one. The singing ones are, can be funny, too. Especially if, like, it's awesome when, like, they keep a chain going, but then also when, they, when one of them just comes up with something so far out of left field that it just wrecks the entire bit because the others are, like, dying on stage. Yes. Uh, similarly, the ones where the audience is brought on to do sound effects, they are never good at it. No. And so that always results in a lot of hilarity. Uh, as Ryan and Colin have to work with this fucking dog shit. Uh, also, the green Ryan. screen. Ryan and Colin are like my favorite duo on that they show. Are a po- they are a powerful comedic team right there. Although I will say, but, with those two and with Wayne Brady, though, I think one of the prompts from Scenes from a Hat was people who shouldn't rap, and he just walked out on stage and get gestured to them. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yeah. Uh, also, the green screen. The, the green screen reporter game, always very funny. Yes, yes. Um, Deep Sea asks, what would your wrestling name be? I've never really put any thought into any of this. I've definitely play, I've played the tabletop game World Ride Wrestling RPG, which is sort of a different thing. Um, but like, I've never thought of what my wrestling name would be. I have thought of wrestling names, but I've never right. really thought of my wrestling name. Uh, Mine would be something cracking. It would be a nickname that somebody else gave me, probably poking fun at my height because I'm short. I'm five two. <laughs> let's call me the brick. I've, I've been five two I'm, since high school. I'm not growing anymore. <laughs> call me the brick. I'm I'm very sturdily built. And you're bad for people's teeth. Yes. Uh, and DC also asked, "Did you play any high school sports?" As I have already said, no, I did I not. Did. I ran cross country from freshman through junior year. There you go. I was in the best fucking shape of my life, and God, I wish I could get that back, but... I definitely could have done football or wrestling if I wanted to. Probably football more likely, because I was I was quite large, even back then. But, I don't know, I just didn't want to do it. I was, I was a lazy fuck then, and I'm a lazy fuck now. <laughs> best part about high school cross-country was our, all of our big meets were on Saturdays during the season. So the night before, we would all meet up as a team. The seniors would take us out, and we would go hit up the Fazoli's that was near us because we would carve up for the big race. But it got to the point where they knew us. So just all they had to do is any of the team parents would have to call in and make the reservation, and they would just know to automatically keep the breadsticks coming because we would plow through those like nobody's business. That's the thing, right? Like, fucking my mom used to swim uh, in high school as well. She would also like, yeah, you would just you would just demolish fucking four pizzas and nothing would happen because you'd burn it all immediately. Right, you'd go, you'd be, you know, you'd be running it off in less than twelve hours. Yeah. Meanwhile, I would demolish four pizzas and not do that, and that's how I got to where I am now. Yeah. 
Also, our erstwhile third host, Stephen, says, I don't mean to brag, but I was on the varsity bowling team. Ooh, fancy. Not a sport. Um, I mean, technically, he was higher up than I was. I was junior varsity, so technically... (laughs) So technically, that means Steven was like the most athletically skilled or the most athletically ranked out of the three of us. I feel like varsity bowling team is definitely a nerd activity. I mean, it does. I mean, to be varsity, though, I mean, there's got to be some skill and talent there. I think it takes a lot. I think it's more about the aim than the like. Well, I mean, it definitely takes a lot of technique. Well, and I mean, I guess you really got to know the lane that you're bowling on. I mean, it could be anything from like, you know, dense or stuff in the floor could affect how your ball goes the point is it's a nerd activity not a jack activity therefore not a sport i say it still counts barely it's like being on the on the the fucking uh no lacrosse is more involved i think that involves like all i did was run running is very involved running is very tiring but at least you didn't have like your other opponents actively trying to take you down well, hopefully you don't have that in bowling either. I think that's considered a foul if uh, you get a, you get a, oops, my most, ball slipped out of my fingers and decapitated my opponent. I guess I win now. The most you had to watch out for in my sport was gopher holes and tree roots. And occasionally the dumbass kid who decided to run out in the middle of practice, in which case we would just run him over. So many, so many children trampled to death. Oh, little fucker should have stayed out of the way. Casey, the man asks, what would be your, what would your pro wrestling gimmicks be? I always said I'm the brick, large, bad for people's teeth, just like a sort of, no, no technique, no works, all big, all big moves, all, all like force. I would come out with like a tray of cookies or brownies. And then when my opponent was distracted, just club them with the tray. (laughs) Excellent. So I need to break out the fucking google translate for this one hang on from viralor what is that german uh, it looks like german to me what the fuck is this we were blinded by our ignorance as we journeyed into that mountain the primeval forest petrified like stone formed its halls echoes of metal gears ringing like rusted bells a punishment and a reward for curiosity a season made one spared and questions seeking tongues to speak how are you is everything sunny there the what fuck the is fuck, this dear? so she's bored of the riddles now and i don't really have anything at this short notice so egg am i right there are no eggs in this movie. Why did you send? Why did you send some kind of Dark Souls lore in German? I would be like checking outside your bedroom windows and stuff tonight. Maybe make sure all your doors are locked. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. What's this third bit? Hang on. And also, that might not be accurate. I just I just use Google Translate. Did you know that eggs cannot speak German? Kind of weird, all things considered. But what if they came from German chickens? Technically, eggs can't speak at all. They're eggs. They're not animals yet. It's true. All right, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Uh, it is very sunny here. Unless it's the egg monsters from Mars, like from Goosebumps. It's way too sunny here. It was like 100 degrees today. That's just uh. how Texas is. It's a, it's a it, it, just get just wipe it from the face of the earth and be done with it. Honestly. Yeah, summer's uh. in Arkansas too, and we had like yesterday morning when I got up at 5 a.m. Mind you, we had 99% humidity. Oh, uh, God. I hate yeah. it when it. I can do it with a dry heat. That's fine. I don't give a shit. When it's humid, I want to die. 
Yeah, like I said, 5 in the morning, 5 a.m., still pitch black outside. I opened up my door to go put something out in my car, and it was like, like a wall of just wet. Oh, God. Anyway, we've been Disney Minus. You can find us on Twitter, at Disney Minus Pod. You can join our Discord and post cryptic German messages like Vera Lore does now, apparently. You can also see cute animal pictures. That's true. Um... I'm near. You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. You can find all of my various podcasts in various places, such as Prime Cuts, a Transformers podcast. We're watching me and Audrey from Pod of Greed are watching all of the Transformers uh, television shows, but not in chronological order. Hopping from series to series and season to season as as we please. It's a good time. Uh, you can learn a lot about what Transformer Come is called in the fandom. Um, if you want to learn about that. No, it's not that. Is something worse? You'll have to listen to find out. I am also huh. on a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast with my friend Jane. That is at Heidelin Radio, Radio Free Heidelin. Our first actual episode should be up this Sunday. I am I am currently hey. editing it right now. It is almost two hours covering the first nine levels of A Realm Reborn. I don't know how we talked about it for over two hours, but we did. Um, so it's a that, lot that to go And also with my friend Jane, our old podcast, The Podcast of Power, a She-Raw 2018 companion podcast, about analyzing that great old show that is at Podcast of Power on Twitter. Uh, I'm Kat. You can find me on Twitter at Z-87. Um, you can also find me on what's normally Disney Minus Off Weeks with Steven, where we are working our way through Kingdom Hearts 2, and we are just about in the endgame. Uh, we actually oh. figured out that we've only got a hand, like a couple, maybe two or three more episodes or so uh, before we should be able to finish up Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, we will also, we will be recording this Saturday, so hopefully he'll have that up sometime next week. And then Steven, you, is, are we going to do his plugs or is he going to come in and do those? I'm lazy. He can you remember do all his podcasts? Like I remember his main two, but I don't remember his other ones. Uh, he can do his own. I'm lazy. Yeah, well, um, I anyway, he, I guess he's going to splice in him doing his next movie pick too, isn't he? Well, so I would say I, I would say that, but oh, what's this? A little a little ant is crawling up onto my desk with a clutching a, a small piece of paper. Wait, get a grab. Grab get that. And then I'm just going to, all right, I hate ants, um, but you know, it's nice of him to bring me this piece of paper. Oh, well, it looks like, uh, next episode is going to be on a bug's life. Woo-hoo. Oh, and it has a guest, Max from Pot of Greed, known bug enjoyer. Oh boy. Which will make at least one of us. Cause I am not, I am not that I am not a bug enjoyer. Nah, uh, butterflies I can do. Ladybugs I can do. Well, next time when we uh, go to the the uh, the film that <laughs> made Jeffrey Katzenberg so mad he founded DreamWorks. That's not true. It's an oversimplification, but it is involved. Uh, don't be rude to blind dudes unless they're being rude to you, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Don't be a dick to blind people unless they're a dick to you first. Yeah, but don't be a dick about their blindness. Just be a dick back in, like, a neutral way. Do no harm, but take no shit. Exactly. Oh, and also fuck Disney. Fuck Disney.